0: Welcome to episode 66 of Tim Talk, the podcast about the DC anime universe co-created by Bruce Tim. I'm Chris Lord. I'm Cameron Dexter. And I got it. You got it. I got it. Welcome to 2018, everybody. Welcome to 2018. Uh, Right up top, we apologize for not having a new, what do you want to call it? Not canonical, but ordered episode and uh, not an episode about the dcau for the last couple of weeks I don't apologize about that people are going static i'm going to, I'm going we to. Didn't have to talk about that for a whole <laughs> two weeks like oh two weeks of them not talking about something super niche that i vaguely recall from 20 years ago yeah uh but yeah since you know we we do live in how LA. are they
1: gonna get their news though chris oh
0: There's god no it's, other it's, way it's only there were far better more <laughs> reliable and intelligent places they could get it um, but yeah, Cameron and I are both out of town, so that made it a little bit challenging for us to get some new ones in. But luckily, we, we had some stuff in the can. Yes. People threw out there. And we're here. We made it to 2018. We made it to 2018. And I have to say, if we were going to start out 2018, I'm really glad these are the two episodes that came along. Yeah. I really enjoyed them both, actually. For once in yeah. a long time. Yeah. So we, we will get to those episodes. We have only kind of a little bit of news. I it, mean, it's even the though point... we haven't talked in like three weeks, right. um, nothing happened over the holidays. Yeah. Also, uh, happy holidays, everyone. Yeah, much delayed. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. There, it was kind yes. of the thing where there was so much at the beginning, and then
0: just nothing, and now nothing is really relevant. No. So
1: we're going to talk about what we want to talk about. Exactly.
0: Um, we did get some exciting news. If you're fans of Animaniacs, which we of course are, <laughs> yes, it's uh, not only is it all up on Hulu, which it was all up on Netflix before, but now it's like going to be up on Hulu mm-hmm. and also with, uh, Tiny Pink- Toons and Pinky the Brain. Pinky the Brain, yeah. And I don't mm-hmm. know if Tiny Toons had been anywhere before so i don't think it had been um
1: i guess i guess um disney is just trying to not disney uh, warner is just trying to push all of their products out before disney takes
0: over hulu i mean they're a lot of people yelling in the street <laughs> um yeah i mean they're they're probably gonna try and throw some leverage down there but i mean if you're steven spielberg i think you can get around any kind of leverage. Yeah. At this point, you
1: can do he can do whatever he wants. You can do. He yeah. got fucking Overwatch in uh ready, ready player, player one. one.
0: Yeah, I know he got. I bet there's even stuff in there that we aren't even expecting yet. Like I'm sure there's gonna be some surprises in terms oh, of IP. Like, oh, yeah. They IP. Yeah.
1: I mean they they showed kind of the big things and then the one niche thing which yeah. I'm going to say is uh Iron Giant. Huh? Um beloved Iron and Giant. And then we're going to then it's just going to be uh like if they fit Roger Rabbit in, Chris
0: oh, that'd be pretty spectacular. That would be, that, would cry would be amazing. If, if I someone, see Roger Rabbit on someone screen Someone hey, someone could be in um in Benny. That's true. The cab. Someone could be in a like a CGI. It could be me. It could be you. You could be. That could be your avatar. You yeah. could be Roger Rabbit riding around in Benny. It would be me. Yeah. Or would you be Jessica Rabbit? Hmm? Would you be Jessica Rabbit or Robert Oh, Rabbit? I don't
1: have those curves. No, that's that's true. That's true. Absolutely, I don't look that good in a red dress.
0: We don't know. We haven't seen.
1: That's true. I haven't yeah. put on a red dress in a while. I'm just sorry. I'm staring at your quaff. Looks real good, buddy. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I you know I've gotten a lot of practice with quaff recently. <laughs> You've been quaffing it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So anime, Animaniacs, Animaniacs is coming. coming I, uh, I was kind of hoping that along this, with this we'd also get Freakazoid and was it Historia Hysteria, which was the Do you remember those? <clears throat> i don't i remember i remember figurezoid and i remember the critic um oh, but the critic was um that, was, that nothing. Wait, the, wasn't that um uh john lovitz yes what did that have to do with Honey tunes nothing i'm just oh what? i'm just what? kind of just
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm just bunching in all of the cartoons of that from from like 94 okay um to, together. Uh, uh, all right. There was that. Sure. There was the critic. And then there was the, the weird rabbit. Not rabbit. The weird, the animal detective. Who am I thinking of? Scruff McGruff, the crime dog. Thank you. That's
0: obviously <laughs> what I was talking about.
1: No, I don't. Re- I don't remember. Keep, uh, keep keep I'd keep uh, talking. I don't I know, but
0: I you know I've always wanted to go back and revisit because every visit of Pinky the Brain and Animated Max a little bit. Not Tenny Tunes, that I want to go back and see? Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love to go back and see a little bit more of, of Freakazoid because I feel like that was kind of satirizing shows like Batman Animated Series. Oh, absolutely. When it was at its peak, so I'd be really curious to go back and see what it's like now. And then I remember really liking Hysteria too, but I think that's really really niche, and so I don't know how. And that may not be Steven Spielberg. I'm not sure how that all overlaps. Um, but, no, I'm super excited for it. Now, you said, though, it's not Animaniacs. New episodes aren't coming until 2020. 2020. And that's so frustrating. They put the news out this early.
1: I know. Like I'm excited. And it's it's the whole thing in Hollywood right now where, like, we get trailers for things a year in advance. Or if you're solo a Star Wars story, you never get a trailer at all. You don't need one. Why would <laughs> yeah. you want it? Ron Howard doesn't need a trailer. No. Nah.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, wh- here's why I'm looking at it. It is now 2018. That means it's only really two years away. Yeah, but still. Just two. Just two. Ugh, just two that's so away. far. I know, but the nice thing is, there's a lot of anti-maniacs and Pink in the Brain we can catch up on between now and then. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so no, but I am pretty excited about that. That's, that, was, that was some nice news. Nice news to get. hmm So, I think the only other bit of news that I saw was this morning, as we're recording, so the, the 7th of January. And, uh, oh, The Tick. Our, right, the our tick. Year of the Lord 2018. The Tick was um, also a big, big parody of everything. Yeah, but that was Fox. Yeah. Yeah, and it's on Hulu now, though. They have, it is. No, sorry, Amazon. No,
1: Amazon's got that's it. That's the one.
0: Oh, no, that, that's the new tick, though, not the original tick. Yeah, but I would imagine these things, not necessarily come in bundles, but I'd like. Well, it's, it's not, it's not all there weird, yet. It's all weird licensing I just want stuff. it I now. Know. I know. Maybe we'll get it at some point. Um, but yeah, so this morning, uh, some protesters showed up outside of Warner Brothers Studio to demand the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Big protest, right? Uh, 13 people showed up. That's good. 13 people, most of them in cosplay. Now, like, when I first... (laughs) I'm honestly (laughs) upset that I wasn't one of them. I know. You should have been there. Uh, When I saw this, I just kind of laughed off. Like, you know what? Hang on. Let me actually try and, like, get a bit of information from their perspective. And so I found, like, the the post from, he's a YouTube guy um, who organized the whole thing. And basically his whole thing was he was actually very adamant. Like, look, people who show up, show up. You can only wear, basically, like, cosplay from Zack Snyder Films or from the DCEU. It was all, like, only where anything positive, like, anyone who shows up trying to, like, be negative about the movie, we're going to ask you to leave. I'm bringing the big poster that's, like, give us Zack Snyder's cut or whatever. Um, so I actually stopped and like, you know what? I will give these guys credit although it's a very futile gesture because there's no way Warner of the brothers is going to listen to them, at least they put it from the perspective of, hey, we actually like this stuff, which you're allowed to like it. Yeah, it's good to know there are 14 people in the world I'm that glad, like these yeah. movies. And like, look, I wish I liked them. I legitimately did. And I yeah. I, I try. I, despite everything I say, I do try and find things that I actually enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's a tiny little bit amongst a sea of garbage. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's but, how I feel about The uh, Last Jedi when we were talking about that a few weeks ago. Yeah. It's like
1: I, w- I, I feel bad for not
0: liking it. I, I wish I liked it more. Have you seen it only the one time? Still? I saw it twice. Did you have warmer feelings coming around a second time? Um I I appreciated it a little bit more okay. for what it is.
1: Uh especially after talking and getting like everyone's perspective on it yeah. and, and seeing like Ryan Johnson's kind of um twist on on like the Star Wars expectations and looking at it from that, seeing the story beats and how they match up with five. I, I liked it a little bit more.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I would I would like to go back and um revisit a second time. Did you see how badly
1: it I mean it, it's still already the highest grossing film of 2017.
0: Yeah, I think it's clocking in somewhere around like 1.2 billion mm-hmm. or something like but that. But the drop off was so bad. It was substantial. Yeah. It was an
1: um, 80% drop off after 2
0: weeks. And that's that is pretty bad. I mean there was not uh, it's weird to say there was good competition, but like there was some other stuff coming around mm-hmm. that I think people wanted to see. Instead, there were, I Never mean, you vision. had uh, Greatest Showman, Jumanji. Yeah, both of which I saw and both of which I liked. Never saw, I haven't seen Jumanji you, yet. You haven't seen Jumanji. I'm sorry, I saw Greatest Showman a lot. <laughs> I mean, that really feels like it would be in your wheelhouse. I, and look, I it's dumb, mm-hmm. but I had a lot of fun with it. I'll see it so. eventually. Yeah, it's worth it's worth a watch. But yeah, yeah, it did big drop off. It also didn't do as well in China as they were hoping. It was only like 30, mm-hmm. 30 million premiere. It came in second behind like a, a Chinese comedy, I guess. <laughs> Which is a lot better. So I, but I would like to go back and see it a second time. I actually just rewatched Guardians 2 um, Okay, I was alone of the weather, so I'm like, I'm gonna curl up in bed and watch uh, watch them I've seen before, and happen to chose Guardians 2 And I have to say, I actually really liked it a lot more the second time around. Okay, not that I disliked it the first time, mind you. Mm-hmm. Liked it more the second time. Uh, got teary at the end when they, they're playing Cat Stevens' Father and Son. I'm just mm-hmm. crying a lot these days. You need to, <laughs> to toughen up. Just what can I say? I have a, I have a soft spot for like really somber dramatic heartfelt sci-fi endings. Yeah. It just, you know, it just gets me every time. It's my niche. No, I get it. It
1: me yeah. is just with
0: almost every cartoon. It just <laughs> It just gets me. I'm I'm really looking forward to the day one of these uh bad Minister Man things makes me cry. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have I have a thing that I want to plug at the at the end. That's that at the end of the podcast, know, Cameron. That
1: they got me very teary eyed. That I'll, I'll say. Okay. It.
0: Well, yeah, we should maybe have that as a segment. What's made either one of us cry? Yep. <laughs> recently, <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of me, a lot of me doing that. Bat tears. It's just so yeah. It's a little. I just get like one. Like they well up and just, just like just one tear. It's like yeah. one. It's like a bro tear almost. It's just like one tear like slowly mm-hmm. slowly drips down my face, but. It's it's emotionally affecting. Yeah. It can happen. Uh, shall we? <laughs> I think we should move on. Should we get into what we're here to We've do? We've had enough of uh, um,
1: struggling with this. Oh, God. 2018's already starting off rough. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: it's been a challenge. I heard that. <laughs> oh, yeah. For, for Brendan especially. Uh, poor guy got pickpocketed. Um, oh, no. Talk about
1: a rough weekend. I was out this weekend and got <laughs> pickpocketed and blacked out. and.
0: I mean, the latter part's your fault. I,
1: that is true. <laughs>
0: Although, I feel like I didn't drink that much. I thought my social security card was jacked until this morning. Oh, good. See, small, small victories. Five, see, see 2018's turnaround for you already. I mean, that's right. Right? Yeah. Is half full. Listen to me being the optimist. What <laughs> the hell is happening here? <laughs> but I'm going to be an optimist further still and say I really liked both these episodes. I did, too. Yeah. Um, so, the first one was Superman. So, I'm, I'm trying to structure it so that every week we do a Superman and a Batman. Yeah. Unless it's, we're dealing with two-parters. I think that's just more interesting to kind of have us go back and forth. Mm-hmm. So let's be honest that those weeks when we were just doing Superman, those were rough weeks. Mm-hmm. Like we, we weren't having much fun. And I, I'm sure I can only imagine how us not having much fun. It must have been for all you guys. So yeah. Thank you for sticking with us, which some of you probably haven't, <laughs> in which case I don't blame you. Um, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, look at that. We're good. we're good. Look at that. Look at that banter we had. Uh... <laughs> God damn it. So, um, but yeah, I liked, I liked this. Happy right. to see Metallica come back. Happy starting to see with steel. heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy yeah. Metal. Steel is finally back. here. Yeah.
1: Uh, Uncle John
0: Irons. John Henry Irons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't like the episode that introduced him, because it was garbage. Right. But I have to say, I had a lot of fun with this. Um, it was interesting how they explained Metallo's reappearance. I couldn't remember where he was last, but they luckily explained it for me. He yeah. was buried under the volcano. Was, it
1: I don't know, I don't, I don't know how... Far the hand of Inner Gang reaches. But if I remember correctly, that volcano was in like they like either South America
0: or Iceland. They they are all over the world. Not in America. (laughs) All over the world. And they have some real powerful metal detectors. I guess so. And that's how they found him. What I did find was interesting. So the whole explanation is that they basically they dug him up um, and they gave him some upgrades so he can now like shoot kryptonite lasers from his eyes and from his chest. Mm Mm-hmm. Making him quite a bit more deadly. I wonder. Quick, quick theory. <laughs> of course, please. How easy is it for people
1: to track down kryptonite? Because I feel like it's it's easier to find that than it would be to find a metal body, you know, in what? the middle of that. It does seem I'm like... sure it gives off some sort of special radiation. I'm pretty sure it does. Um, it does seem like it's out there in abundance. Yeah, because he keeps. I feel like the idea of breaking the kryptonite has happened. Is it
0: is it the first time they broke his kryptonite heart? I, I I don't remember all of them. I know, I think in one of them, he, like, put up a lead shield to protect himself. Um, I remember how, but, I mean, there's been a lot of kryptonite, and a lot of kryptonite lost, mm-hmm. too, and they still keep finding more. Yeah. Yeah, there must be, like, a huge deposit of it yeah. somewhere. And we, we can maybe theorize, too, that Lex would have gone to great efforts to try and get as much of it as possible, and that he's probably just regularly shipping it out. Mm-hmm. And then in a lot of in a lot
1: of stories, you hear about the synthetic kryptonite that he makes. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's. I don't. I don't think they've made it to that point did yet. Did that
0: ever jail you? Do they do? I don't think so. I don't. No, I don't think so. Can't remember all of that. Um, but it it is everywhere. And what I thought was kind of interesting is so they they gave him upgrades, mm-hmm. and they gave him some of his face. Yes. Not all of it, again, Just a little you. piece, they just gave, to tease him. They gave him some of his face, and they gave him um, the same tattered bits of shirt he had left over the last time he was mm-hmm. somewhat human-looking.
1: I, I think, not. I don't understand the shirt part, but the face part, uh, he does make a remark that he's still in debt to inner Gang, So it wouldn't surprise me if they're just like slowly, slowly giving, giving him, him his humanity it, him back.
0: back. Or is it that at this point, he doesn't really want to be human again. He's embraced this weird space uh, yeah. he occupies. And so for him, he's actually more effective being partially exposed. Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this guy's a psycho robot, not just some generic psycho. Yeah. Yeah, let's give him that kind of credit. Yeah. I think he
1: deserves that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just like, a, just like a a bad Two-Face. Yeah. <laughs> we had a bad Two-Face against an, uh, a good, okay Iron Man. Yeah, a
0: decent Iron Man. I... How, one, okay, so I thought this episode had a bit of an interesting tone, because they had a lot of comedy in here. Mm-hmm. How did you feel that played? I thought it was fine. Okay. Um I, I like
1: this episode because, uh mainly because Superman is,
0: I incapacitated most of it, and I feel like this time is justified. Mm-hmm. Like, actually legitimately justified. Right, like yeah. He, he would have absorbed was... a lot of kryptonite radiation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> We're rocking it today, uh, yeah. And um, no, I, it, this to me felt like maybe one of the very few Superman episodes we've come across that I felt didn't have any glaring plot holes or stupid ideas in it. Mm-hmm. I think like everything played out pretty normally. Like no one was being an idiot, except for the newscaster. Except for the newscaster. I don't understand this. I don't understand this. Why
1: in the nineties and still a little bit today is that like the joke you have to make with every newscaster? Like, was that a problem at some point in the 80s or 90s? Did, like that happened.
0: Was that like the yeah, 80s was there equivalent one person, of
1: viral? Yeah. Was there one person that happened to Wait, and everyone when, has
0: to make that joke? When did the uh, Bill O'Reilly fuck it, we'll do it live happen? That, that, was, that, was, 2000s, li- was, that oh, was the 2000s, I want to say. Maybe the late older. 90s? I don't know. Something like that must have happened for yeah. that to be like a bit. Or maybe that was just because, was that, I mean, would that have been kind of somewhat early days of local broadcast? Maybe I don't know the history of local broadcasting. I don't know either, but I mean, I guess that would have been big at the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe bigger. I don't. I don't know. I was. I was a wee little lad. <laughs> I was. As was I. Yeah, uh-huh. I was a weird little lad. <laughs> weird little lad. So, but that does show up in a lot of things. like the newscaster, like not knowing they're on the air yet. Just mm-hmm. kind of fun, and always just being mean about it too. Yeah, they're just like, like they're always really, the asshole, really before they're total pricks. Yeah, when they're not on air. Yes, yeah, like that was a little bit of comedy. Like, at one point, Mattel's head goes through a wall, and there's like. Mm-hmm. And the like, two homeless people. Two homeless people are sitting out there. Like, a guy gets, like, shot out of his bathtub. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Babowski comes back, and he's talking yeah. about
1: the monkey incident. This like, is like, a nice callback to a former I, episode.
0: You know what I do like is. This series in particular is pretty good about continuity mm-hmm. and just dropping it in in little amusing moments, like referencing the monkey or the fact that Mattel kind of elaborates on where he's been and what he's doing rather than well, just I think
1: that's, dropping that's nothing. The I don't want to say the only thing that's carried the series so far, but it's where you see them experimenting to be different from Batman. Because they could yeah. have just done Batman again, mm-hmm. and I think it would have been fine. But they wanted to try something new, and although it suffered a little bit for that, it, it's still, as we've said, I don't know, a dozen times to this point, this is their test run for Justice League.
0: Yeah, and they probably learned some good lessons from Batman where, mm-hmm. like, we talked about the, a lot of the really great episodes are towards the end of that series when they are doing something different with their villains. Mm-hmm. So it's not just them showing up and doing a caper. And I feel like Superman is doing that maybe just a little bit more quickly. They're like, okay, yeah, we're we're gonna bring these villains back, you know, not like seasons apart, but like half seasons or even a few Mm -hmm. episodes. This is our fourth Metallo uh, uh, appearance. appearance. Yeah, we've seen Mm -hmm. a lot of him. And to be fair, to be fair, I think he's one of the best Superman villains. Yeah, particularly in this show. Yeah, because now he's just like, now
1: he has a reason to hate Superman. Yeah. And everything is just about hating Superman. And even then, when like the
0: Intergang guys are trying to get him he to He left to him leave, in a fucking volcano. Yeah, like he really hates Superman. And so we, we understand why Metallo will direct his focus away from whatever job he's doing, which it's even explained here. He's not really doing this for any personal motivation other than just paying back Intergang. Yeah. So you know, if he's driven by something much more, it's his hatred of Superman. So we believe why he would then go after... Superman and we also would believe that he wouldn't take Steel very seriously because mm-hmm. if he can you know best Superman in battle what's this guy in a metal suit going to do right who also doesn't do much till the very end he's he, just kind of a, a punching bag he he doesn't but i think what i like about steel as a character is his motivation for doing things really does come a place from a place of genuine altruism mm-hmm. like he is inspired by superman and is willing to put himself in danger to help the city. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that notion. Yeah. Because um, we don't. And it's nice to see Superman
1: accept it. Because yeah. every other time we've had someone like this, they're like, yeah, I'm going to be a hero now. With either Batman or Superman, they immediately turn him away. I think Superman's a
0: little warmer to it, though. Like, even the, the cop in the, the battle suit from Prototype, like a few episodes before this, where they introduced Yeah, I guess John that's, that's Nance, true. He, 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 he initially kind of, was happy about he's it. He's welcoming of it. Like, that's. Kind of one of the big differences in the two of them is Batman will always be like, "No, mm-hmm. I've have this. You're just gonna slow me down." And Superman's like, "Yeah, yeah, come I'll on, join the, join the party. I could use that. I'd help. love to get back to work. <laughs> yeah, I got the deadline coming up. This would be great." <laughs> so I, I like where Steel comes from. I like his enthusiasm. Um, I don't. I just think he's a really cool, interesting character. Mm-hmm. He he's one that I really want to see pop up somewhere. He did. <laughs> and be done well he was <laughs> but i think also he's a character that i think needs to be in the context of superman yeah but i also like that in, in this episode we stick to his neighborhood for the most part right this is really Steele's episode and superman's kind of yeah that's why i think made it so it. great was yeah.
1: it it wasn't a superman episode
0: no and i think they only once referred to it as the hood yeah and that was coming from Metallo, so mm-hmm. I think we can kind of be like, well, he's a bit of an asshole, right? So we can kind of give him a pass—not a pass, but we can kind of get where he's coming from on that. But I, I really liked that it was about Steel and everyone he lives with and the community there and defending his own city.
1: Yeah, and and everyone, yeah, everyone standing up for each other like no one ratted them out when metallo came after them no
0: and like the only time it did happen was when one
1: person even called him a robo butt
0: robo butt yeah it's like when there was actual danger at play it's like okay maybe maybe." he even did like
1: the hand sign like you do as all 90s bad boys do yeah it was
0: great no it was pretty it was pretty good i i had a lot of fun with this one i think this is probably one of the better ones we've seen in a while and in general one of the better ones Mm -hmm. would you say uh yeah for superman absolutely
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, for Superman, uh, there was there was a couple moments that I wanted to highlight, which I really enjoyed. Oh, please Uh, do. Superman when he when he first fights Metallo and Metallo has his chest open, Mm -hmm. uh, and he's like using all of these tools to throw and like hit him. Then he grabs the I I assume it was a telephone pole and just kind of pokes Metallo (laughs) with it. (laughs) So just get back. I think he was. Well, I think he was trying to like because all of the things were targeted at the Kryptonite, so I think he was trying to knock it out.
0: Yeah, and keep so, his distance all yeah, doing just it.
1: The, just like the tiny poke was so entertaining. Yeah. Because there was no force behind it. No, not like, at everything all. Everything else was a swing or a throw and it was, this was just like a, like not even a lunge. Just like can, de- can
0: we assume that Superman was too weakened to use his no. laser vision and that's why oh, he didn't do it? Laser, maybe, yeah. Yeah, because like, that would have been the one thing that would have kind of saved him is he could just laser the uh, kryptonite out. But let's let's the assumption that when he's weakened he can't shoot as effectively. Mm-hmm. He's a little limp. Um, what else was there? Um, do, do, when uh, do, do, the car chase, do,
1: do. Mm-hmm. uh, so when Metallo is chasing uh, Steel and Superman and the the niece Natasha, sure, I think so. Um, there's a moment in the car chase where the music turns off, and I don't know if you if you listen to that. I didn't catch that actually. Uh, no, it's very it loses all like intensity when the music goes away. <laughs> Oh, that's a little bizarre. Yeah. It was it was after he does the U turn and they're driving down the alley. There's no music for like oh, a yeah. minute. I guess there's not. And I'm and I'm just sitting there, I'm like, this is boring now.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's going on? And the, and
1: the music slowly comes back after they get past the forklift. Mm-hmm. Um that was fine. Um decent car chase too. Yeah. It was that was nice. Pretty, pretty solid. There were a lot of good fight scenes in this. Superman versus Metallo in the beginning, Steel versus Metallo, and Mm -hmm. then Superman versus Metallo again.
0: Yeah, with a little bit of assist from Steel at the end. Yeah. He really didn't use his hammer very much, did he? Just once, really. (laughs) Also, I mean, I guess it's it's still early days on the suit, but why didn't he have, like, a metallic clamp he could just slap his hammer onto? Because every time he had to use his hands, he would, like, tuck it underneath his arm. Mm I feel like that wouldn't work quite so well in a robot suit. Right. Could you imagine, like... Iron Man trying to like stick something no. in the crooks of his armpit. I could see him putting Crocs. a small magnet like
1: on the inside. Maybe, of his, maybe that's where it is. Yeah. His, just yeah. Loop. Um,
0: but then wouldn't that just make his arms stick together? <laughs> no, he can have like a patch like right here. <laughs> oh, okay. He's got some non ferrous yeah. material mm-hmm. right around there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that word means, but sure. Uh, it's ferromagnetic. Sure. Yeah. If it's non ferrous, it doesn't, it's not magnetic. Mm hmm thanks okay mm-hmm. I, I hope that's right I'm not I'm <laughs> I not, really hope you're wrong I'm not 100% oh, please sure. I'm not call that. him out if you're I'm if not he's wrong. really quite sure uh, I'm just gonna pretend like I was correct uh
1: the, the the two more uh when steel is carrying superman out of the car uh the whole crowd around them is like oh my gosh it's superman and there's one guy you just can kind of hear him in the background It's like oh look it's superman and I just loved his, oh, yeah. uh, his oh, so did. nonchalant <laughs> attitude about him carrying him the La Pietà style through the streets. Uh, is what La Pietà? What uh, the the famous uh, statue La Pietà slash also painting the of Mary holding Jesus's body,
0: and it's the, oh. the it's a very popular pose. I was oh okay here it is. I was I was like oh the the Superman carrying Supergirl pose the yeah. batman carrying robin pose mm-hmm.
1: yeah they're all based off of that i'm oh. sure it was before that but that was most what made the pose most Yes yeah, so you're right
0: i am pretty sure uh in infinite crisis happened prior to the sculpting of lapietta mm-hmm. so yeah
1: yeah that 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 came out like a year ago right
0: yeah it was, it was relatively recently mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's done uh, the 3d printer
1: <laughs> exactly uh yeah uh, that's kind of everything i have about this episode no i i would say i agree oh, with superman. that superman overall very positive feelings on this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the ending. The, the the thumbs up at the end. They shake hands. Oh no! With the oh. with the lady after Steel throws his hammer and oh, destroys yeah. the Kryptonite heart, uh, Metallo falls to the ground, uh, and the old woman looks at the dead body. It looks up at Steel and just gives him a nice thumbs up. It's like good job, Steel. And I'm yeah. Like, yeah, good job for murdering that guy. Steel you did <laughs> it. I mean, he's
0: a robot. Yeah, robots don't have souls, Cameron. I honestly, were you expecting him to break the heart? Who? Superman? Steel. I I guess I was actually so engaged with it, I wasn't thinking too
1: much about it. I was ready for just a nice, like, head swing. That would have been... hit the head strip. I think they would have to have, like, the skin fall off first. Yeah. Uh, So then it's just the metal head, and he knocks the metal head off. It but would, I was ready for just a good old like baseball swing.
0: Yeah. That it would have been cool yeah, to give him like a full-on like wind up swing and just take him out. Let's get
1: one good bad ba- uh baseball pun in there. Yeah, exactly. You're
0: out of here. Ugh. Steel <laughs> still goes and uh and, and puts a, a metal like girder in between Metallo's legs and just winds up the hammer and just goes and breaks his ankles. Yeah. Misery style. <laughs> Uh, yeah, great, great Batman or great Superman episode. Good, good Superman episode, and uh, I really loved this Batman episode. Probably because you it's... you mean Nightwing episode, because it's basically a Nightwing episode, and we we got some shirtless. We did. We got some shirtless dick in he, there. We got we got some some dick showing off for Barbara. I there's nothing I love more than some
1: exposed dick in these cartoons. <clears throat>
0: mm-hmm.
1: No, you don't need to end that. Uh, so scratch my back. Back you, you scratch my back. You scratch my back. You scratch my back. You scratch my back. Um, it's our first Nightwing episode yep. of New Batman Adventures. Very exciting. Yes. What,
0: uh, I mean, we have never actually talked about Nightwing's look in this show because it is a little bit different than it is in the comics, for example. Right. What, what are your thoughts on this?
1: I think everyone can kind of have the same stance on this. Everything is great about the suit, the suit. Everything's
0: great about the guy except the mullet. The mullet. The mullet's not great. No, no. I think it looks better on the suit when he's in the suit than it does when he's out and about. It. You don't like his man, his ponytail. No, it's it's really it's really it's like it's 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 before it's like the the precursor to the man bun. Yeah. There's nothing worse than a good-looking guy with a man bun. So there was when Uh, when
1: you see him out of costume, I forgot that he had a ponytail, and I just saw him walking across, and I like wiped my screen because I thought I had a smudge.
0: Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's the ponytail. Oh, I had to wipe mine because I was like breathing so heavy Right, it got all steamed up. So. Yeah. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> same thing. Yeah, I, you know, I like it here because, so in the comics, it's basically just a, a V with kind of like talons built into the shoulders. mm mm-hmm. um, And his, uh, his domino mask kind of has like claws sort of looking things up at the top and bottom. Um, whereas this, it's an actual eagle, like a, Nightwing, I suppose, more mm-hmm. accurately on the front, and then the Domino mask and the long hair. And Dom- no, what do you mean by Domino mask? That's the name for like what like Green Lantern has a Domino mask. That's the name for that like real simple, just covers over the face. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, have you ever heard the term? I haven't. Domino mask? No. I think. Well, you know what? I think the reason I know it is they make a reference to Domino mask in uh, DC: The New Frontier. My favorite um, comic that I'm pretty <laughs> sure you still haven't read, even though you just had to go on a couple long flights, and it would have been a good time for you to get some experience. You reading know, it. I I, um, I spent my
1: time doing other things, mainly sleeping. No, no justification there. No, I have no justification. Um,
0: but yeah, I I like Nightwing's look a lot in this. I don't know where he keeps any of his stuff.
1: No, I did notice um, he uses much less gadgets, which is good he does. to see. Because he, he obviously doesn't have the same money as Bruce, and well, no, he wants to try and no, separate himself right. as much.
0: And I think he, he doesn't need them, mm-hmm. too. I mean, you could say that one of the big differences between Bruce and Dick is that, um, though Bruce kind of sort of started on his journey when he was a kid, he didn't really start training properly until he was a little bit older. And then he was traveling around the world and kind of training with different masters and that sort of thing. Dick, from about the same age, around eight years old. hmm all the way through his life was constantly training with someone who had already mastered that skill set. Right, and so in a lot of ways, actually, Dick has the potential to be a overall better crime fighter mm-hmm. than Batman. Except for I think he's a little too cocky. Oh that, yeah, that holds him back, and that's cocky even in here a little bit. Yeah, a little bit here too. He's and he's a little bit softer, which one can make an argument one way or the other, whether that's good, better, well, or worse. But
1: I I'm, there was there was a quote from somewhere. Um, it's good reporting that, right there. Yep. <laughs> Coming straight from the source. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that said, like, Batman made Dick to be a better version of himself. Yeah. Um, and I think that you see that a lot here. Yeah. Especially with his flair for the
0: overdramatic. Oh, my Because it's he's, amazing. He is so... Although, hang on, though. We got to call out... I think Batman gets the best... I don't know if I would call it a dramatic moment or, or it's what, but he definitely makes the biggest scene, sort of, in the whole thing, and that's when Nightwing uh, is chasing down the criminal. He yes. goes around the corner, and Batman's literally just leaning all casual against the crate, and the, <laughs> the, the, the goon's like, wait, shit, what? Yeah, the goon what? like he, tiptoes around He like, doesn't know what to do. He just stays there, not moving, not saying anything, not doing anything, and keeps going, mm-hmm. and just, he's all yours. Yeah. Like, oh, my, that. I Okay, so I was curious who wrote this episode, because I felt like there's a lot of, really great character work in this. I'd say I have issues with overall the, the direction they're pushing Catwoman in mm-hmm. this iteration of Batman, but I'd say beyond that, the interactions between the characters are spot on, I feel like, how they should be. Oh, yeah. Just even the <clears throat> way that Bruce, or best Batman, is kind of letting Nightwing do his thing, but is still clearly a little bit disapproving yeah. every step of the way. Batgirl's jealousy... But she's also following Batman's lead. How Catwoman's trying to manipulate everybody. Nightwing's cut in the middle. I loved all of their interplay, their dynamics. And so I looked it up. the The, the writer on this one was uh, Hillary Bader, Hillary J. Bader, um, and she uh, is a series writer pretty much all the way through the New Batman Adventures. But okay. she she actually wrote. She's writing credits on some of the best episodes, called so Cold Comfort. You scratch my back. Um, mean seasons, which I, I seem to remember liking that one. You don't actually know what all these are, huh? I don't. I don't know any of these. Um, the ultimate thrill, which is the introduction of Roxy Rocket. Ooh, which is fun. Um, Animal acts not necessarily great. Uh, Girls' night out, which is one is, of my. I've heard it is is one of the best episodes. All time favorite episodes uh, mm-hmm. of this entire continuity. Um, yeah, and she she also wrote on Superman and Batman Beyond and Justice League and JLU. So Like really great writer, and I, I was. Loved how she handled all the character dynamics in this. Yeah, like the there's that great moment at the end when they're on the ship and Batman's fighting with um, was it Ricky the Hook, right? Mm-hmm. And Ricky's like, "Oh, you seem to have met your match, Batman." No, <laughs> he's just like, "No, no. yeah." <laughs> <That's>, God, <sighs> I do like seeing happened. when like because you, you,
1: I don't know how they illustrate this, but I I do see it when you can tell Batman
0: just isn't trying. Yeah, it's there's Well, he's always so still, but mm-hmm. there's an extra stillness to his face. And I I almost feel like maybe the new animation style kind of helps that a little bit cuz is a little bit less fluid and I I think in general we could say that the characters maybe a little bit less expressive. Oh, absolutely. Than they were before, and I feel like that they're kind of taking that at their advantage and they're they're pushing this iteration of Batman to be a little bit um more silent. Mm-hmm. And actually I'm curious if on some level they took some inspiration from like Batman and Batman Returns. I was actually just, um, did I write that down? There's a really good video I just watched recently that was kind of talking about the evolution of what became Batman Returns, Batman 2, as it was kind of called, this whole thing. Yeah. And I guess, over the course of the the filming, Michael Keaton kept being like, this is a great speech, cut it out. Mm-hmm. Cut it out, cut it out, cut it out. It was really pissing off the writer. Until the writer watched and he's like, oh, I get it. That that version of Batman wouldn't say anything mm-hmm. all the way through. And I feel like, the new Batman Adventure Batman's very similar. Yeah. He, he doesn't say as much. There's a lot of that stillness, a lot of that just like, this is easy for well, me. Well, he's
1: never needed to say
0: much. They No. Uh, in
1: BTOS, they needed him to talk because there was nothing else happening. That's a good point. Yeah. Now we have Barbara and Dick and their interplay. You had Catwoman here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin's along with him like most of the time. You, yeah. You're right. Yeah. He has you, other people you have to bounce someone off of. Else, you have so many other people that can give the exposition, that can talk about what's happening. Yeah. That he doesn't have, he can be the brooding Batman that we all know and love. God, it's
0: so good. Mm-hmm. It's so damn good. Uh, another there, question. There,
1: there was a really cool video. Sorry to 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 how go off topic, how, as always. How dare off topic. you? Off uh, There was another great video talking about uh, Spider Man doing that. How in the comics, a lot of Spider Man is all about the word bubble or the mm-hmm. the thought the yeah. thought bubbles. Um, and they haven't really had a chance to get that right in the movies. Until homecoming, when they gave him someone to talk to, which mm. was the which was the robot, um, the suit. Uh, what was the call her? I don't remember. I feel bad not remembering. Not Friday, because that's the new Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, but they also talked about the eyes. How oh it, yeah, giving him yeah. more expressive eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Uh, how they does they've up- never mm-hmm. uh, in all of the previous uh, Spider-Man movies, they've had to have him. All the final fights, he has to lose his mask at some point.
0: Yeah. So you can see the expression. Yes, you can see how much he's struggling as he mm-hmm. as he goes to fight. Can you keep talking? I really gotta pee. Uh oh, really? I, ju- I drank tea. I just drank a whole cup of tea. And, uh yeah. How about we just pause
1: for a minute? Cause I don't want to uh, rip for a minute. Okay. All right. Here's there's gonna be a clunky edit point right here. We're gonna. How about we add in some nice like. Uh, like elevator music right here.
0: Like, yeah, I've been humming, for some random reason, uh, Istanbul, not Constantinople. You know that song? I, Istanbul, not I, Constantinople. Yeah, Istanbul, not Constantinople. Long pee. time gone. Constantinople, not Constantinople. We go go got the words. Pee. That's nobody's business but the Turks. All right. I'll just put that on loop. Go
1: okay.
0: pee. Okay. Oh, God. I feel, feel much, much feel better. better. Okay. Oh, yeah. No. I was going to be racing through the rest of this episode otherwise. <laughs> I'd say I'll stop drinking tea during the mm-hmm. recording, but just, you know, it's good for no. the throat. Yeah. You know, it's, it's good for the soul. It's a, it's a little chilly <laughs> these days, so it's, it's nice. Uh, I've got this lovely color changing uh, Power Rangers I mug. See it, I see it losing its color. For my friendship. Yeah. yeah it's, well, it's not hot anymore. Yeah. I drank all of it. I, I understand. That's why I had to pee. I get it. Okay. Well, as long as we understand <laughs> these basic things. <laughs> um, what did you think of Nightwing's Loft? Uh, this whole setup there? It was, I liked it. Uh, I was it, a, was,
1: it was very Asian inspired. Yeah, he uh, traveled the world, man. Mm-hmm, yeah. Is he's not a college student anymore, is he? No. Okay. No, no, no. Um. So... Because it seems like Barbara still is. I don't think so. I think she... I'm not sure what she's doing, actually. She might... Be. They made her... Because in BTOS, they always seem to be about the same age. Yeah. And in this episode, she seems younger now. Which is... Not w- much, but just enough. It was a very, like, brother-sister dynamic that I felt where she was just like... I just want to be better than you, kind of. I don't think she was
0: wanting to be better than you. I think she just. Wanted I want to be with you, but not in a romantic sense. Oh, I, I, I was. Kind of I mean, there's up. definitely a romance. Yeah, undertone. I was definitely picking up the, the romantic sense there, which is just then weird because like, mm-hmm. Barbara and Bruce date later, and that's, that's we it. don't need that.
1: That's not important. <laughs> that's, that's not all, that's, canon yet. That's always creeped me out. Um, um, but no, I, I like. I sorry, I'll, I'll clarify. <laughs> in the first fight scene when they're together, it seems like a very brother sister dynamic. Of like that was my guy. Well, it's too bad I took him. And then in the loft, you you do see that more romantic side of like, why won't you just accept me in your life? And he's uh, like, because I don't
0: wanna. That that band was called Flirting. Nope, Cameron.
1: Uh, I've <laughs> not heard of it.
0: <laughs> like I know shit about that. Um, yeah, I like I like his loft setup. I love I like his bike. I like that it like drops down and it spits out into the uh like the spillway. What would you call that? That's a. Good question It's called a spillway, why yep. not? <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. I like his uh, his musical score, his mm-hmm. little, as a little leap motif, these got going on there. Um, what did you think of Catwoman in this? I'm not a big fan of her design. No, interesting. Okay, do you mm-hmm. prefer the other one?
1: A little bit, yeah. Hmm. I would have liked the other one in black, yeah, uh, just just combine the color palettes there was, you see her silhouette first and her, uh, it's, the, it's the, first thing that I noticed her neck is so skinny.
0: <laughs> yeah. That is uh, as much as I love the Tim designs. That is one problem with them is that the, the women are impossibly skinny,
1: mm-hmm. but even like, she's not even like curvaceous. Cause no. like she, she doesn't have like the poison Ivy or the Harley curves. No. She's very slender. Yeah. Uh, and in this she's almost angular. Uh, and it, 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 I don't know. There was something about it that it, it wasn't great for me.
0: Okay. I mean, I I did think it was interesting that they would move her closer to the Batman Returns look, even though this came out many many years after that. Hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, part of the reason they did it was this is much easier to animate. I mean, she's oh, all black. It's highlights. one it's color. Just the mouth. Yeah. Um. You know, even her eyes are just slits. They're not mm-hmm. actual full on eyes like they were originally. So I guess I've always liked this look. Okay. I think I've actually always preferred this look a little bit. I always That's thought, fine. We can differ on some things. Uh, I suppose we can. I, I always thought that the, the BTOS look was a little silly. In what sense? I don't know. It just, it it always, I don't know, it just never worked for me. But I think, to be fair, even though, obviously, BTOS came before this, like, that came out when I was still much younger. Mm-hmm. It's like, th- this stuff hit me at, like, the perfect age. So I was, like, eight. When this stuff was on, yeah, but that's the perfect age. To like, that's why John, I love all of these designs more Mm-hmm. because that's what you when you think of Catwoman, that, that that's comes what I think of. Yeah, mind that's what very comes to early. Mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I always really like this look on her. I think I like the the kind of gambit she's playing on mm-hmm. Nightwing to use him to steal that the gem of the, the cat I love then that just, just say anything cat, cat something related, and yeah. you're you're ninety percent there. It's like a cat. It's just yeah, it's, it's an nah. emerald. Um. I also like in turn then that Nightwing is secretly working with Batman. To oh, yeah, he's playing turn, her the whole time. On her. I just, my problem is, especially by the end, she's just a very generic villain. Like she's trying to get away with the goods. Nightwing chases her down. Like she's shooting at him with the, the flare gun. They crash the boat. He saves her. She had a lot of depth, especially towards the end of her, her run on BTOS, mm-hmm. where she was kind of this back and forth is she good? Is she bad? She was struggling with that here. Here she's using that as all well as a ruse to just steal
1: more shit. I would shit. have loved just, like, a line or two talking about... Because at the end of that, like, Batman still kind of had feelings for Selina. Uh, he, he didn't see her as, like, a full villain, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And I would have loved for just, like, a line or two of what made him see her as just a villain now.
0: Yeah, and I know that there's a comic... That kind of explains mm-hmm. some of the changes. Mm-hmm. There, there was a comic series that basically filled in the gaps. It's like even some of the gaps around like Old Wounds, which tells how Robin stopped being Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, and that interweaves a bit of like Tim Drake's story. And then also there's one where it explains how Catwoman went from being a blonde to a brunette. <laughs> where apparently, she is a natural brunette, but she would dye her hair and then she figured out that the chemical that she used to dye her hair was tested on animals. And so she stopped using it. That sounds about right. sounds about right. I'm pretty sure I actually have that comic. <laughs> And I have it here, so I think I'm going to read it when we get around to old wounds and talk about it. But, okay. Um, yeah, I would have... I agree with you, though. I would have liked a little bit more to explain how she kind of got put on this path. Because mm-hmm. it couldn't have been... It had to have
1: been something that was personal to Batman. Yeah. Because it wasn't enough for for Nightwing to immediately uh, yeah.
0: judge her. Yeah. He was a little more open to her potentially being helpful Mm -hmm. than than Batman was. Yeah, so it must have been some sort of personal slight. Because we've also seen, especially in this, he's more open to helping people. I mean, the Mm -hmm. the great episode with the ventriloquist was all about that. Yeah. And that's really Bruce earnestly trying to help somebody. Mm -hmm. But maybe with Selina, it was just too personal. (laughs) I don't know. You've cut me too deep, Catwoman. Did uh, did you like our
1: one-off villain this episode, Ricky the Hook? Ricky the Hook? Uh, Yeah, and how he's from, like, Guatemala or something. There was some, yeah, an ambiguous. They said some, Latin, some South America, yeah, some Latin country. Yeah, so I guess Ricky short for Ricardo. It was. They give yeah. the full, It
0: was. It was Enrique. Enrique oh, something. Okay. The, okay, Ricky the Hook. I liked him. I mean, I think B. Toss suffered from a lot of real bad one-off villains. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. Well, because he was name just like the forgotten. He wasn't even like the villain. No,
1: he was just the. He was just the kind of plot point
0: yeah and they gave him like just enough character that i i liked when he was on screen he had fun i liked that he was kind of a match for batman mm-hmm. on some level and i dick didn't
1: even want to deal with it because yeah. you see the fight scenes first where like he's too big for dick to do like his basic moves mm-hmm. uh so he's like mm, bye this is you yeah this you, is all you you got
0: this old man yeah yeah it, it was, I like him. It, it was fun. I think, I seem to recall that there's some kind of good one-off little villains like that in here. That mm-hmm. I think they're more focused on just kind of the style of them giving a little bit of personality rather than trying to make fully fleshed characters. Yeah. Which, th- there's an argument made whether that's good or bad. Well, I think this also goes back
1: to the same point I made earlier where when it was just Batman, the villain had half of the work to do.
0: Yeah, um, that's
1: true. And if it wasn't a good villain up front, then it was a bad. It was half of the episode was bad. Yeah, and we so saw that n- a lot. Yeah, yeah and even if even lot. if Ricky the Hook wasn't great, he was on screen for maybe like four minutes. Yeah, and you could have four bad minutes, and that wouldn't have affected the episode because it wasn't about him. Yeah, there was so much else happening. You can't really say that about the Sewer King yeah. or or the
0: chain the the chain gang chain, chain gang. Yeah, I don't person. remember the guy's name. I mean, you know, we keep talking about how Superman's the setup show for Justice League. Mm-hmm. It's worth noting that in here, the idea of the team dynamic is really where they're getting some practice in. Yeah. And they're already doing a good job here, so that, that kind of helped explain why by the time they got the Justice League, they they knew those characters well, even though they're basically all different characters, mm-hmm. and really got that dynamic in there. There's some really good shit in this. They really this know thing. what they're doing. They know they're doing. It's almost like they did this for 12 years. <laughs> Something like Something that. Something like that. Um. Any other uh, major thoughts on our our, our Nightwing-centric episode here?
1: uh, I I liked Catwoman's line, uh, he's a big boy wonder now, a man wonder.
0: (laughs) A man wonder, yes.
1: Yes, he is. Um, uh, Calling him Batman Light was cute. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, just just like the the brief moment between Barbara and Dick in the apartment, I thought was a very cute moment. It was. Where she, like, yeah, she just wants to be with him, and he's... He's absorbed too much of that Batman loneliness. I know. He's been gone for, I
0: think, a few years Mm -hmm. around the time this has come around. Yeah. And there's got to be a little bit of weird tension there because Batgirl hasn't quite replaced him. Right. But she's his new trusted sidekick Mm -hmm. or teammate. Uh, Oh, and and the, the very first scene...
1: Uh, when I when I mentioned his his absorption of the flare for the dramatic, mm-hmm. when he first pulls out the oh the glider wings, the glider, wing, wings. Yeah, the glider yeah. wings, and Barbara like I don't think they animated it, but I just saw her rolling her eyes as he did that because he like stood there for a moment acting yeah. very like, proud yeah, of this. Huh? Like, huh. Look what I can do! Yeah. I don't need your gadgets; I got my own gadgets now.
0: I mean, I, I think more than anything else, what happens there is when he holds his arm up like that, like his everything in his backside just gets clenched a little bit, mm-hmm. so it all looks that much better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it has to.
1: Yeah. It's hard to imagine it looking any better. Oh, I can <laughs> I can imagine it. Um, uh, uh, but I think that's it for these two episodes. All
0: right. Shall we uh, roll along to bat plugs? Do you have a whole bunch of stuff now? Because we, we've been off for like a month. Uh, I don't. I, I try to
1: keep it short. Uh, I have three. Kudos. Okay. Um, two of which are going to be super easy for you. Thank you. I thought you were pretty easy for you. Oh God. Um, I mentioned it at the top of the episode. Uh, Go watch Greatest Showman. It's a lot of fun. I just saw it. Um, uh the movie's fine the soundtrack is amazing yeah i've been listening to it non-stop for almost a month now
0: it's it's a fun soundtrack the the, the movie has a weird sheen to it at times you can kind of tell where they didn't have quite have the cgi budget they would have wanted yeah oh um, yeah but i'd say that the like the print the practical dance sequences i think in particular like the um the zach Efron zendaya oh, dance sequence yeah. it's really really good mm-hmm. and everyone is really good in it yeah um is yeah it's like zach Efron's first like Musical since the high school musicals, they mm-hmm. well, picked to go and to come back. Oh know. yeah, yeah.
1: When so that when that song started, the first few notes were very similar to the first few piano notes on "Bet on It," and so when I, which is his like humor, not humor song, it's a song from High School Musical Two. Uh, I don't need to go into it anymore. If, don't. if you're just gonna just say <laughs> it <Sit> out, <laughs> uh, that's fine. Uh, a movie that I was very excited to see that I, I missed by like two weeks, but I finally saw it. Was uh, "Hey Arnold: The Jungle Movie"?
0: How was it?
1: Amazing. Yeah. It's the finale of "Hey Arnold." the The official finale. Okay. Uh, I think it's on. I watched it on like the Nick app, because um.
0: Oh, interesting. I just got
1: a. I just got a, a Roku. Oh, cool. Um. Yeah, and so now I have all of the like the TV show apps.
0: Okay. Well, um, it's gonna be your responsibility to send me that link then, because I have no I'll, way to track that down. I'll figure it
1: out. Yeah. Um. And it's it's great. Yeah. It it made me very emotional towards the end. That's awesome, though. Because uh, I remember, I don't know if you how well you remember the the kind of tapering off of Hey Arnold towards the end.
0: I, I think I more or less stopped watching it at that point. Okay, you, you've
1: described it to me. Uh, yeah, the last episode that I remember, and I'm pretty sure this is the last episode of the season of the series, is um, Batman or Wow Hey Arnold learning where his parents are, and and learning why they never came back. Okay. Um, And so the movie picks up immediately after that episode, almost 15 years later uh, in our time. It's like it's like the it's it's him uh, finishing up fifth grade and moving on to sixth grade. Fifteen years later. It's the same. It's in, in our time. It's 15 years in their time. In no time has passed. Okay, I was going to say, yeah. like... And their time, look, like, a month has passed. They look the same age. Yeah.
0: It'd be really
1: hard for them to be 15 years older. Uh, no, it's not like the the Fairly Odd Parents Alive movie. Or the Rugrats All Grown Up? That's different. We don't talk about All Grown Up, because All Grown Up is great. Okay, all right.
0: Wow, okay. I'll just...
1: Um, <laughs> that back here. You, you watch your tongue. I, I will. Um, but no, the movie is... It's so... The voice cat... They had to get um, new Arnold and Gerald because... It's harder for guys to keep their child voice. Because I don't know if, if you knew this about the original Hey Arnold, which is so cool to to learn. Uh, it was a full child voice cast. Oh, shit. Most of them went to the same school mm-hmm. and, like, were friends in elementary school. And then they would all, like, get picked up by a Nickelodeon shuttle after school and go and record all afternoon. Oh,
0: I think you have told me that.
1: Yeah. That's, that's really so awesome. cool. Yeah. And uh, at Comic-Con, I got to see the panel for this, and they were like showing clips from when they got to do that as kids, Mm -hmm. and it was so cute to watch. And so, uh, Helga and Phoebe are the same voice actresses. Arnold and Gerald have been replaced. Um, But everyone is just, it's so good. uh, It's so
0: heartwarming. uh, Is Maurice LaMarche back as
1: the dad, Big Bob? Oh yeah, Big Bob's back. Yeah, uh, they make a joke about beepers because he he ran a beeper uh, company. It's like Beeper King. Yeah, it, right? was, it yeah. was Big Bob Big Bob's beepers, uh, and so the start of the movie is that shutting down because everyone has a cell phone now. <laughs> uh, and someone even makes a joke in the movie. It's like, what are beepers? Yeah, and I'm like, thank you for for, for putting that in there. That's yeah. really good. Because you couldn't just like switch his career path. No, you had to see him crumble. <laughs> oh, poor Big Bob. And see the fall of the Big Bob's beepers. Uh, but everyone, I mean, everyone that ever had a small part in Hey Arnold, the series, is in this movie. And that's so cool. You see Stoop Kid come back. You see Monkey Man come back. You see Pigeon Guy.
0: What, what, who was the guy who was on the, the island, like the the treasure island, like the in the cave in the, the treasure island thing? Um, it's one of the few episodes I really remember. I, I don't remember, but I'm sure he was there.
1: Because everyone was there. And it's so good, Chris. It just made my heart so warm. I'm glad. I'm glad you really enjoyed it. And it's it. a good, it's a good send off. It it made me feel good. Cause you know, you you feel, you always feel a little weird when shows come back for like a season or a show or an episode or a movie. Yeah. Powerpuff Girls have tried it twice. The movie wasn't great. I hear the show is okay, mm-hmm. but they like Craig Bartlett came back. This was his idea and it was a, it was a great send off. Right. I just feel good about it. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: and, yeah, the, the, I'll, I'll just plug those, too. Okay. Uh, So I did see a number of movies, but I'm not going to go into mm-hmm. to all of them. Um, I saw a couple cool little videos. One was, you may have seen this, it was someone made a a CGI time lapse of a Death Star getting built. Ooh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's a really cool video. I mean, it's not in real time, obviously, but it shows, like, in fast-forwarded real time, of, like, all the cargo ships showing up and dropping off like, the superstructure and, like, building the, the reactor core and all this other stuff, and... It's it's just a it's short It's like, I don't know, a couple minutes maybe, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of fun to watch. So that's worth it. That's awesome. Um I did write down the link for that video um talking about how Batman re- the title is Batman Returns which was originally intended to be way less dark. Okay. And it's a pretty interesting look at um what like the original writers wanted to do with Batman in the movie and how Warner Brothers wasn't super keen on that, so they really just invested it. they just gave Tim Burton the freedom to do what he wanted, which then they weren't happy with, and that's why they, we got Batman Forever, but it is pretty interesting. They kind of go into detail of um, the evolution of that movie, and it's, it's for what it is, it's relatively short. It's like eight minutes or so. Um, so that's well worth a look, because I, I assume if you're listening, hopefully you're a Batman fan. Hopefully you're a fan of that movie, which I actually got to see in theaters. You did. I did, yeah. Jonathan and I went to go to, to downtown. This is way back right before the holidays, um, because it's technically kind of a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. and so yeah, we had to There's see it. There's snow. There's snow, yeah. There's Christmas, the, like the last line of like, the last exchange in the movie is, you know, like, Merry Christmas, Mr. Wayne. Or yeah. Um, never seen it in theaters before. Oh, wow. Well, it came out in 92. Yeah. I, I was three years old. Yeah. And? Okay. Uh, <laughs> you were... Unborn. Unborn, I believe. No, Wait. Yeah, come out in like middle of the year. Oh, we know you are ninety three. I was ninety three. God, you child. I'm a child. I'm a baby. Goddamn child. So yeah, you weren't even around at the time. I was not. Uh, but yeah, it was really fun to get to see it uh, in the theaters. People came in costumes. Guy, one guy, had a really great elaborate Batman suit that you could actually pull the the cape up and it. Oh, that's cool. I had, like the glider built into it and stuff. It was really fun uh, to get to go do that. So that was great. Uh, and then the last thing I want to plug is actually a, a a friend of mine from work, Ryan Goldblum. As far as I know, no relation to Jeff Goldblum. Okay. but We'll, next we'll dig I, into that. Next time I see him, I'm going to ask him, actually. Yeah. Uh, so he's also a really talented um, music producer and composer. And so he wrote this cool song called Aura, A-U-R-A, under his, uh, his nom de music. What the fuck do you call it? His... <laughs> uh, his username? Whatever. On, on SoundCloud. Name, artist Gold, name. Gold Roberts. Artist name, thank you. Uh, uh, on SoundCloud. His artist and, persona. Yes. And it's, um, it's really good kind of like light synth background ambient music so okay. whenever i'm working i'm pretty much always listening to music scores mm-hmm. i don't want anything with lyrics in it because the lyrics are a little bit distracting so i listen to a lot of music scores and anything instrumental and this is very much that um so it's which is a really great like i could just put it on loop and just listen to it for hours it's a really nice kind of like melodic but just a little bit energetic song it's uh, well worth a listen if like me you are uh, inclined to such kind of music okay so yeah
1: what's the username
0: again Aura, A-U-R-A. No. The, that's that's his, a song, his, yeah. Gold Robbers on Gold, SoundCloud. Okay. Gold Robbers. Yeah. Check him out. Yeah. He's got some good shit. So yeah, uh, that's, he, uh, that's it for me in terms of bat plugs. Um, oh, I did want to put out a request to our listeners. Yes. Um, I'm trying to read more, and I have come to accept the fact that I have like a 10-year lapse of knowledge about Batman comics. <laughs> Uh, cause I've basically stopped reading not too long after hush. And I've heard really good things about, uh, the Grant Morrison run, which I've read some of, um, also really good things about Scott Snyder's run. And I've heard good things about the Tom King run ongoing right now, but I do kind of like to read chronologically in order. So if you listen and you know of a good way to get like, say all of Grant Morrison's run in a relatively easy manner, like even doing it through Comixology is totally fine. It's a little bit cheaper. Uh, same with Scott Snyder's run. I would love to hear from you cause I really want to try and read that stuff. And, uh, fill in my lapse of knowledge mm-hmm. about Batman. So Yes. Come, fans. Please help me. <laughs> You're my only hope. Yeah. I'm willing to uh, acknowledge my weaknesses. <clears throat> yeah. I obviously only have weakness. no weakness. Yeah. None whatsoever. Yeah. That's all that, that the hair.
1: Yeah. It's all that's it, it covers up for all of my, my lapse in
0: knowledge. There you go. Um but yeah, I think that basically does it. <clears throat> our uh, our sponsor this week is our good friends at the podcast of two worlds. Oh, we know those guys. No, no, we know those guys. Yeah. So uh, obviously go check out their podcast. It's delightful. Mhm. Speedweed. Um yeah, I think that does it. Yeah. Uh who are we? Uh we are at <laughs> Who am I? Slowly Rusty. Uh <laughs> we are at Tim Talk Pod on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. And Gmail. And Gmail. Oh, and we are now up officially on Spotify. Oh, yeah. I got that up and running. Congrats to Um, us. Still working on getting us up on Google Play. That's a little more of an involved process. And having a weird thing with with YouTube. That's fine. I'm I'm just going to try to figure that out. I think maybe they flagged our intro theme as being copyright, which I'm pretty sure it's not.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll talk to YouTube. YouTube's going through a lot of drama They haven't gotten back to me in a while, so I might... Mm -hmm. They're they're in even more flack right now but that's oh, what's for that, an off topic conversation uh jake paul
0: is, that, is it that was logan paul it's both of them whatever uh um, this one this one is about jake paul okay oh, okay um yeah so i'm working on that but we are up on spotify so uh tell your friends yes go go listen on spotify. tell your family it's tell good. your dogs yeah tell the dogs dogs i mean it lulls everyone to sleep right so
1: if you have if you have a hyperactive dog just put us on <laughs> we'll rock them straight to sleep
0: i i might because i have to edit this there are times when i'm just kind of listening to it going through just to make sure there's not any weird little audio blitz or i have to like stop and make some notes mm-hmm. and i have a tendency to like just put it on on my headphones and just lay on the floor and um i might fall asleep sometimes good it's I'm good to know to that, that that is that is what we're making is it uh, yeah somehow who are you <laughs> i find my own
1: voice so melodic that it puts me in... <laughs> who are you where can we find you
0: i am at Lordafer. On Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and what about you, Cameron? Thank you. Who, I am. Who are you? I am. Where can uh, we find you? Uh, what is your
1: username? On Instagram at mm-hmm. Uh I'm trying to do a lot of new things this year, so maybe I'll post about them eventually. Uh, and yeah, that that's us. Uh, this is the end of the episode, and we forgot how to close.
0: <laughs> we don't have a close. We just thank we, you. We just generally say thank you. <laughs> thank you, guys. Hi, I'm
1: Trevor Reese. And I'm Chris Vimbrez. And we host the podcast of Two Worlds All About The Flash. You want TV Flash? Got, got it. Comic book Flash? Got it. Fanerotica Flash? Got it under my mattress. I got it under my mattress, too. We got everything you
0: need for the speedster of Central City, The Flash. And we got new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and any of the place you can find podcasts.
1: We are proudly a part of the Nerdist School Network. Speedweed.